Had a weird day. Okay. Five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny when people do that. See? But Melly does it like she's teaching like tiny children. Like she's like five, five six, six, seven, seven eight. Everything she do. does is like she's talking to tiny children. When we were talking about testicles earlier, she was like, okay, enough of that. And I was like, okay. <laughs> As I'm sitting crisscross applesauce on the floor. Good job, Brie. Good job. Welcome. Okay, I mean, five, six, you. seven, eight. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe okay. Brie just needs to mute herself. <laughs> And welcome to the Trials and Error Podcast. Three friends trying different wellness challenges to improve their lives in other miscellaneous stuff. I'm Melanie. I'm Shauna. And I'm Brianna. And this week, we're going to be talking about our unplugged weekends. What is an unplugged weekend, you ask? Well, it's similar to a digital detox, where you basically just take a break from technology. Um, we decided to take, a two, take two weekend days away from our phones, TVs, and computers. Um, but before I jump into why we thought this was a good idea and the benefits of it, I want to know how you guys were feeling before the challenge happened because I was stressed. <laughs> you were super pressed. Yeah, you were. <laughs> I was worried. Um, I was feeling like pretty good about it until the day before. And then I was like, but what am I actually going to do tomorrow? <laughs> Same. I was totally fine with it the week leading up. And then the day, the day before I was like, what if I need to what if I need to Google stuff over the weekend? Like, what if I need to... I was worried that I wasn't prepared and that I, would ha- I wouldn't have anything to do on the weekend. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. planned. And Shauna was real stressed. I was stressed. I'm pretty addicted to my phone, if I'm being honest. Um, I, like, look at it the second that I wake up. And um, TV, not as much lately. I feel like there hasn't been as enough to watch. But I will be on my phone playing games and watching tv so like i might have a problem it's probably good that i took a break there wasn't a lot of research that i found on unplugged weekends but fun fact there was a national day of unplugging website that i ran into and they have social media and whatnot so if you are interested in doing um an unplugged weekend or a digital detox that already exists and you can do it March 5th and 6th of 2021 because apparently we already missed it for this year so if you're trying to do it when everybody else is doing it that's a time you can plan for but another interesting thing that I found and again take this with a grain of salt because I didn't find a lot of reputable websites that had a lot of research on this but I read that the average number of years that a person will spend on social media in their lifetimes is seven years now um, which I thought was really crazy (laughs) Uh, okay so that's like 30 years of sleeping seven years of social media (laughs) right like are we even alive at this point like what's happening i think you also spend like 10 years just going to the restroom i feel like mine is 15 i've peed like (laughs) 27 times in the last hour (laughs) actually same i pee a lot too 
gotta stay hydrated. But yeah, so I thought that was really crazy and it kind of made me reflect on how much time I'm spending on my phone and just devices in general. Um, but some of the benefits that I found to doing an unplugged weekend were to give yourself some solitude. Just in general, it's increasingly hard to like find moments of not being connected. Like even if you're at the store, a lot of the times if you're waiting in line, you look at your phone or just things like that where you're just so used to being able to turn to a screen. Or if you're around people even, I feel like watching TV is normal or like seeing a movie and um, just giving yourself some space away from that sort of thing was one of the things that was listed as a benefit. Powering down also promotes creation versus overconsumption. So obviously you're either creating so you can be posting stuff or um, you can be consuming. So taking in a lot of content or you can be shopping, which is what I do a lot online also, which is probably also because I'm on social media and they have all the ads and they show me all the things that I want, which is a problem. Um, but powering down kind of takes those moments away where you're just constantly seeing ads um, and being tempted to buy things that you don't necessarily need. So it helps with the overconsumption portion of it. Um, it helps you to be more productive. So obviously, instead of sitting on the couch and looking at your phone, you might get up and actually do something that you've been wanting to do or have been putting off. It helps to also understand your dependency on technology. And I think that's actually one thing that I kind of took away from this. You can't really understand how dependent you are or if you have a quote-unquote technology addiction unless you take those devices away and actually see how you do without them. So giving yourself that break kind of gives you insight into that. Um, it also breaks the reward cycles that we get from constantly checking our phones, uh, our social media and emails. So we know we get little quote rewards in our brains every time we see like a notification or get a like or something like that. So taking that time away also helps to break that cycle of sort of looking for that reinforcement. It also breaks the patterns of always being available or being on call with people. Um, I think a lot of the time because we have this technology, people expect answers really quickly. They expect you to be constantly available. And I think taking this time away helps to basically just like break that cycle and let people know that like you might not answer right away or like give yourself permission to not answer things right away unless you're friends with Brie then you already know that <laughs> I was just, oh my god it, the whole time you've been saying this I'm like uh I am not bothered by I anyone not who <laughs> I am not available ever I have no rewards for checking my phone because all of my notifications are turned off <laughs> Me and Shauna will be texting each other like all day long, and then Brie will come along around 4 p.m. She'll just like <laughs> like everything we've said. But I love it because you always, you know, you're still part of the conversation, Brie. I still address everything that you guys say. Sometimes I feel bad because I wish I'd seen it in the moment to be a part of that excitement or whatever you guys were talking about. But um, especially if it's during the week. Um, a lot of times I don't check my phone because I'm just working, so. God, Brie, stop working and pay attention to us. <laughs> What's working? I wish. <laughs> I don't. Uh, yeah, but I, I always make sure to respond to everything that you guys have said. I will acknowledge everything that you tell me. 
because I care. You are good about that. Because I knew that about you, Brie, I felt like this was going to be the easiest for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we can talk about that later. I was just, I just had a question in my brain, like, what, what were your expectations before doing the challenge? And then what, uh, like, what are your thoughts after doing the challenge? Like, was it easier or harder than you expected? And yeah, for me, it was definitely easier than I anticipated. Yeah. It's going to be easy for you. I was going to say, Brie has no problem disconnecting. (laughs) No problem, just... Disassociation. Disassociation (laughs) is my middle name. (laughs) All right, and get through the rest of the benefits really quick. So um, the last ones are, it can help improve posture. Uh, Basically, not just like sitting with your head craned over. I don't know how to even say that. Like, how do you sit with your your neck, like, bent over looking at your phone? Um, Or sitting like a desk goblin like I do during the day (laughs) when I'm on my laptop. Um, It can help boost self-confidence. It didn't go super far into as to why, but I imagine just not seeing everybody's social media and comparing yourself to others regularly can help with that sort of thing. Um, it can help with sleep, so obviously you're not getting those blue light rays um, that are supposed to keep you awake. So reducing that can help you sleep. Plus, um, as I've probably already said a million times, I'm addicted to TikTok, so taking that away so I'm not just staying up all night watching that helps. Um, it supposedly helps with anxiety and depression. It helps to save money, similar to the overconsumption idea. You're not getting ads. You're not online where you see things that you want, or you're not just have your phone in your hand where you have your shopping apps where you can easily purchase things. Poshmark is ruining my life. Um, And then it can also help to promote better eating habits and help make you more active. Um, I assume that being more active is just because you're not, again, just sitting on the couch on your phone. Um, And then the better eating habits is just because you are more likely to eat more mindfully. So probably not just like mindlessly eating while you're watching a movie or while you're scrolling social media, stuff like that. Who wants to go first? Tell me about your weekends. I'll go first. So I, to answer, I guess, Bree's question first, my expectations before... I was pretty nervous. I thought that I was going to be just wanting to be on my phone the whole time. My husband actually had the weekend off, which he never has Saturday and Sunday off. He always has Sunday off, but never Saturday, and he happened to have this Saturday off, and so I felt like that was even going to be harder because he was going to be on his phone and watching TV and stuff, and then I would just have to, like, not do that, and... I was correct on that. That was hard to see that. Um, So I was kind of nervous and I was pretty prepared to miss my phone. So I guess I'll just like tell you guys like what I did instead of going on my phone. So I woke up and I did my morning routine, which is like from the podcast so far, the one thing I have kept doing is a morning routine. And so that was really nice to already have in place. So I did my morning routine, and then um, John and I decided that we were going to go, like, run some errands. So instead of just, like, sometimes um, if we have, like, a day off together, we'll just sit on our couch in the mornings and just, like, scroll mindlessly on our phones. And instead of doing that, we just, like, got up and went to the store, and it was, like, 9 a.m., and it was really nice to, like, just start our day. Um, So we ran errands. 
And so, so far, the, like, day was pretty good. I, like, wasn't missing my phone a lot. And then we got home, and he was like, well, I really want to play video games. And I was like, okay, just going to read my book. So I went to read my book, and I ended up falling asleep for two hours. <laughs> I took a two-hour nap on Saturday. Oh, naps are the best. <laughs> nap queen. So, which, I mean, like, I'm a pretty good napper, but that's kind of a lot, especially for, like, even for me. Um, and then I woke up and I made dinner like super early because I had nothing else to do. And <laughs> the worst, honestly, the hardest part for me, guys, was not being able to watch TV because I realized I watched TV. Well, it was I wa- I listened to podcasts while I cook, so I couldn't do that. And then I watch TV while I eat. And then John and I watch TV together like every night before we go to bed. And we couldn't do that. And so, like, we sat down to eat, and John was like, this is great, just sitting here with each other, <laughs> just enjoying each other's company. Not sarcastic at all. <laughs> I know. He was pissed. It was funny, though. So, it, it did make me realize, like, how dependent I am. I didn't think I watched that much TV, which I, like, I don't. Or I haven't. So when I was in grad school, I never watched TV because I never had time to do that. And so I actually have a lot of shows, like, backlogged, I guess, that I haven't watched. Like, I just caught up on Grey's Anatomy today. And I'm not caught up on, like, This Is Us yet. Ooh, I'm still behind on Grey's. I just caught up. Side note. Me too. (laughs) The the last season. Ugh, this last season. I don't. Is it, like, six, fifteen, seventeen? Jesus. The next one. It's like seven seasons too many. Yeah. Maybe five. I can't remember one. Honestly, they should have just stopped after Christina left because. 100%. She'll just just Christina after that. She was the best. She was the best. This last season was awful. Do not recommend. Am I going to watch the next season? Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Has every season since Christina left been trash? Yes. Have I watched every season since. Christina left. Yes. Yes. Well, I continue to watch this show until it gets canceled or finally just ends. Yes. Yes. Anyways. But anyways. (laughs) TV. TV. I love it. And now that I'm not in grad school, I actually have time to watch it. So maybe that's why I miss it because I had been kind of deprived of it these past couple. Well, I've been in grad school for two years. So the last two years. Uh, but like I said, John and I do. That is something that we do together, too. So, I know. Lou lives such an exciting married life. Um, but then, Saturday night, John and I decided to go fishing because we had both gotten our fishing licenses. And we went fishing, like, a couple weeks ago. We didn't catch anything. We went to, like, the wrong part of the river, apparently. That's a thing, I guess. Caught my first fish. It was very exciting, and John and I got to spend quality time together outside, and then I feel like I kind of, not cheated, but I had to work on Sunday, um, so I had that as like a distraction, but on Sundays we're very slow, and usually I just sit, half the time I'm just sitting there scrolling my phone to pass the time when I'm not, don't have a customer, so... I didn't get to do that, so I just had to literally, like, sit there and, like, stare off into space <laughs> for eight hours. <laughs> stare off into space. It's awful. What do you mean you cheated, though? Hmm? What do you mean you cheated? Because you had to work? I feel like I cheated because I had to work, so I had that, like, distraction that you guys didn't have. 
Oh. Uh, no, I don't think that's cheating. I think... Yeah, I mean, it's still hard not to go on your phone even when you're at work. Yeah, like you just said, like especially you, usually, you usually go on your downtime, so... Yeah. Like, all the time. Um, yeah. And then Sunday night, John and I went to a barbecue at his aunt's house, so it was nice to have that distraction, too, but we usually do that anyways. So I wasn't on my phone then, either, so... Honestly, the only time where I was like, oh my gosh, this is awful, was late evening, like evening and late evening, when I wanted to watch TV while we ate dinner, and at night, I wanted to watch TV, so it was actually easier than I thought it was going to be, but I was kind of surprised by, like, I thought I was going to be super productive and, like, do all these things, and then I just took a two-hour nap, and so (laughs) it was kind of disappointing. (laughs) You know what? Sometimes you need to take a nap. I, I mean, I take a nap almost every single day. Besides the point. That's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, so actually it was easier than I thought it was going to be. And I definitely made me realize how much time I spent on social media. And I really didn't miss it. Like, I didn't miss Facebook. I didn't miss Instagram. I missed, like getting to put stuff on my story because I really like doing that but I didn't miss watching other people's stories um so apparently I'm just self-absorbed I guess um I miss TikTok but like not too bad but now I've been like ever since then I've been on my phone so much I don't know what's wrong with me I thought it would help but it hasn't it's like I feel like I'm on my phone more than I was before Well, I mean, we didn't really do this to decrease our phone usage. I mean, I guess that could have been a result from this challenge, but if anything, now you're aware of where you spend your time, like when you're on your phone or with a computer or with TV, and I don't know if anything, it was just a nice break. Yeah, it was a nice break, and I think I'm going to... Not completely unplugged weekends, but I think I'm going to do social media breaks more often. Mm. I was just going to ask you if you would do it again. Yeah, I would do, like, a social media break, but not. I need my TV. (laughs) It's a deal breaker. (laughs) What about you, Brie? Um, so, as we talked about earlier, um, I have no problem just distancing myself from people anyways um especially on my phone so my phone normally has all the the notifications turned off um I frequently go into do not disturb um I have a habit of receiving text messages reading text messages and then just forgetting to reply to them um until the very end of the day or sometimes I just don't even look at my messages until the end of the day if you call me and don't leave me a voice message, I will not call you back kind of thing. Like I need to know why you're calling me first before I'll answer. Um, I definitely do not answer strange numbers. Oh my gosh. Brie, first of all, that's so weird. I get mad if someone does leave me a voicemail. (laughs) Really? (laughs) If you have enough time to call me, you have enough time to leave me a message as to why you're calling. Like if you're just going to call me and not leave me a message, it obviously was not that important. No, I don't, I don't get mad about voicemails, but I have voicemail anxiety. Like, I'm like, who left me a voicemail and why? Because someone must be dying. Oh, same. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, John. No, you're okay. I actually, like, got into a 
not like an argument, but I was talking to my mom and she like did not understand because she would leave me a voicemail. Maybe that's the thing is it's the voicemails that I'm getting that I'm upset about because my mom will call and be like, hey, it's me. Call me back. And I'm like, mom. (laughs) I'm like, mom, I can see that it's you. I will call you back. Like, I can see that you called. Obviously, you want to talk to me. Like, don't make me listen to this voicemail to tell you. (laughs) To tell me that it's you. dad. He leaves voicemails. He goes, hey, guys, it's about uh, 3.50 in the afternoon on Tuesday. Yes. Just just calling to check in, see what's going on. And, yep, I'll just call me back. But he always says the time and day. And I'm like, John, (laughs) we know the time and day. It says it on the phone. phone. I think that is such a dad thing to do. My dad does that too. It's like, hey, um, it is Tuesday the 21st, 6.50 p.m. I'm like, dad, I know I can see. There's a timestamp on the voicemail. Point is, if you call me, leave me a voicemail if it's really that necessary. Otherwise, like, if I miss your call, you could just text me, like, with what you were going to say. It's not that big of a deal. And then I'll reply to you um, a day later. <laughs> accurate (laughs) so yeah so I wasn't really sure and then even leading up to the weekend um I remember that Shauna was like oh my god like I have to remind everybody that I'm not going to answer their messages this weekend and then I sat there and thought I don't even have to tell anybody because most of the time I answer people days later not one person texted me this is not a joke not one person. The only people that text me on a regular basis are you two, my husband, who already knew, plus I was with him, and my friend Marissa, who I also told that I was doing this. So, like, literally, not I did not get one text message. I got text messages, but nobody knew, nobody knew that I was doing an unplugged weekend. Like, nobody thought I was dead. Nobody thought that it was out of the ordinary, that I wasn't texting them back. And like, oh, so, it's just yeah. Brie. <laughs> That's just Brie. Just classic Brie. <laughs> so, yeah, so, Brie is unplugged. <laughs> I, I stay unplugged to listen. Okay. Brie been unplugged. <laughs> I, I've been unplugged. I, if anything, I have to make an effort to plug in. Um, so yeah, so the only time that I was ever really worried was the day before I was, I was like, oh crap, like I can't, I can't Google anything. I can't text Sean and Melanie and I can't watch TikTok. Those were like my main concerns. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was, it was super nice. I will say though, I cheated on Saturday because on Friday I had a scheduled like Netflix um, party and my friend had to cancel. So we rescheduled for Saturday night. So for two hours on Saturday night, I was like plugged in, but I just ended up staying off my phone longer on Sunday night. Like I think you guys came back sometime around like four or something like that. And I came back at like 1130. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, but no, it was, it was nice. It was nice to just like, it was surprisingly a relief not to have to like worry about my phone. Like I literally threw it in my backpack and that was it. 
and I didn't have to worry about it. I didn't have to worry about checking it. I didn't have to worry about like, is there something getting, is there something going on? Like, am I going to watch a, a group chat like in the background and reply later? Am I going to look at my phone and have like 78 messages? The answer is no, because you guys were also unplugged. And I don't know. It was, it was, was the worst. <laughs> you wake up or something and have 78 text messages. It happens to me all the time. So much to catch up on. I don't know why Melanie and I are so quiet. It's like three minutes and, and I have 87 text messages. Sean and I are also um, multiple text people. Like, we don't just say everything in one text. No. We have yeah. to say, like, Shauna, send text. You won't believe this, said text. Yes, for emphasis. Also, I have no shame in double texting. Like, I will text you something, one idea, and then 30 minutes later, if you haven't answered me and I think of something else, I'm sending you my new thought. <laughs> like, you just have yeah. to, you're just going to have to cycle through my thoughts. Like, as soon as a random thought pops into my head, like, I'll, I'll send it to you guys. Even if there's no context, you have no idea what I'm talking about, and then I'm like, oh, I'll explain later. <laughs> going into my weekend like Saturday was cool um we just had like a a short lazy morning and I um I wanted to go on a hike and so we picked this hike that was like less than an hour away and the total round trip was super short I think it was like less than three miles so yeah so we drove out we hiked down to this waterfall and it was super nice and it was so pretty to just like be in another place outside of the city outside of our of my apartment because I feel like I have just been trapped here endlessly there's like nothing to do because the whole city's shut down so yeah it was just super nice to to get away and feel like we were in a new environment a new scenery there was fresh air and the waterfall was super pretty to look at and the mist coming off of it felt super nice. It was just, it was awesome. Um, and then on Sunday, I didn't really miss my phone because my boyfriend's family has come into town and we just went over to his uncle's house to see them and hang out and, um, cook a little bit. So it was just really nice. Um, like I said, I didn't ever have to worry about like where my phone was. Um, and to constantly check it because I, I guess like the the biggest thing that I missed was having a filler for downtime because the only time that I'm ever really on my phone is if there's any downtime so like if we're at the gas station I'll be on my phone while the gas is pumping or um, like if we're driving somewhere or if I'm just kind of chilling while somebody else has is is talking or is in a conversation so it just felt really weird to not have anything to do in my downtime and I was like how do I preoccupy myself right now right doesn't it make you kind of wonder like what did people do when they were standing in in line at the grocery store I think they talked to each other oh god I think like strangers (laughs) would talk to each other Mm, don't love that (laughs) Does that even we don't mean? need that. <laughs> Strangers talking to each other? No. Um, no. <laughs> so yeah. And then as far as like computers or TV or anything, uh, I I watch TV here and there during the week. Um, so 
it, I wouldn't say that I really missed it because I just, I just knew that it was only for two days and that um, I could just pick back up on Monday or even Sunday night if I wanted to. So I feel like, yeah, I'm, I'm not like a super huge TV watcher. Um, the only time that I'm so ever like, really... So like, what did you do, like when you got <laughs> home on Saturday? Like, what do you do before bed? I mean, when I got home, we just, we just took care of the animals and uh we went did we go grocery shopping that day or sunday i can't remember and um yeah and then we just we just cooked and and anytime me and my boyfriend cook that i feel like that always takes um time it's just a good time to spend with each other like making something and then sharing a meal together after that i just read um, I think that's it. I think that's, oh no. And then Saturday night, it was like eight o'clock is when I did the, the Netflix party. Cause I was supposed to do it the night before. So it was like 8 PM when I did the Netflix party. So by the time that was over, now it was already like, I was already winding down and I was already tired. So I don't, I don't think I stayed up that late. Uh, and then on Sunday we went grocery shopping. I will say though, I felt more productive on Sunday because without having my phone to look up recipes and stuff I was forced to look through all my cookbooks um which I am notorious for neglecting so I found a bunch of recipes in my cookbooks and we bought groceries for that and I've been making them all week and they're super good so that's something good that came out of this weekend yeah I forgot that um you and Brian go grocery shopping together yeah (laughs) yeah it's not a, it's not a thing once you're married. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if it's like the married thing, but literally, it, I think it's more that we just have different shopping styles. So like, he wants to literally make a list and go directly to the thing and grab the first thing that he sees, and I'm a, I like to wander and I like to stare at my options and think about which one is the cheapest. Yeah, and look at the tiny price tags that are like however much per ounce or whatever that you're getting gosh shauna you're not one of those people i usually make a list or i like to i wouldn't say usually because i guess this is where our styles are different too um me and brian's because he is he's like you shauna where he just likes to wander around and get whatever he needs and then he'll just decide at the drop of a hat like we're gonna go to the grocery store and i'm like I don't know what we're making for the week. I don't have a grocery list. And then so every time we go, I feel like it's just chaos and no, we always so forget something. I know. No, I make a list. I go with a list of like ideas of stuff that I'm going to get and like recipes that I'm going to make. But sometimes there's other stuff that I might want. <laughs> I don't yeah. stick to the list. <laughs> no, and I'm fine with that as long as I... So the way that I typically like to do it is I like to know what I'm going to make for the week so that I get only exactly what I need, at least. And so from there, I'll make a list of everything that I need. And then from there, I know where everything's located in the grocery store. So I start at one end of the grocery store and make my way through. So that way, I don't have to go from... I don't have to go back and forth. So that's the part that I don't like. And um, I feel like... Brian's a lot more free-spirited <laughs> with that aspect of it and you know we always end up leaving with stuff that we didn't intend to go there for and but but this Sunday 
was a different story because I had time to meal plan and I had time to write out my grocery list and I had time to plan out my shopping trip. So it was great. Yeah, John um, hates the grocery store with a, like, hatred one can't even imagine. And so I just go and I'm crazy. Like, I make a menu for the week and then I make, like, our grocery store has um, an app and you can make your list on the app and it'll tell you exactly what aisle everything is in. And so, and then it puts it in order. And so you, like, start in aisle one, and you just go, and it tells you where everything is. It's super I nice. I love that. I feel like the Fry's app used to be like that. There's no Fry's out here. No. It took me a really long time to figure out that if you go to the app, it'll tell you what aisle it's in, and that was a game changer. It's so can you nice. make your? Can you make, like, a list on the Fry's app? Yeah. I, don't, I just always make it in my notes app. Oh, yeah, no, you can make a list on your Fry's app, and then you can, like, save your different lists, and you can, like, reuse them, or it'll, like, show you. Yeah, that's what you can do on the, well, here we have H-E-B, which, if you live in Texas, you know is, like, a cult. Mm -hmm. Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. You guys need to come visit me just to go to the grocery store. Okay. (laughs) Done. I'm serious. after COVID and quarantine, like, that sounds exciting. Like, yes, I would love to <laughs> go out of state to go to the grocery store. <laughs> so what are you doing in Austin? I'm here for H-E-B. <laughs> people that are listening to this are from Texas are, like, uh, obviously. Like, that's seriously how much people love their H-E-B here. Oh, What's so great awesome. about it? It's crazy. So you know how, like, Fry's has, like, the Kroger brand, but it's, like, if you're buying the Kroger brand, it's, like, off-brand, you know? Yeah. Well, here, like, H-E-B has, like, H-E-B brand stuff, but it's, like, you want to buy the H-E-B brand, like... Oh, it's, like, Costco brand stuff, but at a normal grocery store? Or, like, Whole Foods, like, Whole Foods brand? Kind of, but it's always... It's still usually, like, the the cheaper option. Not always, but depending on what you're buying, but... I don't know. I just... I can't explain why you like it so much. It just feels like home feels like home to me. Sorry. This episode brought to you by H-E-B. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be amazing. That's so funny. Well, so Brie, you liked it. You'd do it again. you do it every day of your life already. I okay. do. I stay <laughs> unplugged, yeah. Um, yeah, so no, I really liked it. I would definitely, I would definitely do it again. Um, even if it was down to me, like, leaving my phone at home completely. I think I would. Uh, I just always had it with me for safety reasons. Um, You know, Brian and I were always together, so he didn't even have to text me. I did use my phone for the camera when we went on a hike because it was just too pretty not to take pictures. I don't think that's cheating. That's fine. Yeah. Okay, good. Not (laughs) connecting to anything doing that. And then I also used it um, when we got to the trail to see the, the trail map, because I, it, it wasn't, it was kind of just based off the comments that people were making on the trail, it sounded like it was a little confusing. So I used it so that we didn't get lost in the woods and have to eat each other for survival. What did people do before GPS? They had the paper uh, maps. They had maps and, and a compass. Can't. I want to learn how to use one just 
so I can be You safe. know how to use a compass? I think we earned like a Girl Scout badge, like an orienteering Girl Scout badge once. I mean, I know how to use a compass. Like, I know that it always points north, so depending on what direction you're in, you can tell, like, what direction you're facing, and then using that, but using that in combination with the map, I don't know if I had one right now, if I could just quickly be like, yes, aha, I know where I am. Oh, I, I cannot read maps. I can't. If I don't have the sound on, on my, like, maps on my phone, I don't even know which way to turn. Well, first of all, you would have to have the right map of the right area that you were in, and then you would have to just somehow know where you are. Yeah, like, do people have, like, trail maps? Probably. They have, they yeah. have books of maps. Is that an atlas? Shauna, you're looking at us like you know how to read maps. Do you I know, do how, know to how to read, read maps? <laughs> yes, With you a compass? are crazy. You don't need a compass to read a map. <laughs> So, Shauna, if I said go find this trailhead, you could go find it without your phone? If I had a map, yes. Oh, really? That's amazing. If I knew where I was on the map and I had a map, then well, yes. Well, that's the thing. How do you find where you are on the map? You can find yeah. it. Because you look around you. <laughs> that's what I'm asking. I'm not asking you to, like, doubt you. I guess, like, if you just, like, put me in the middle of the wilderness, no, I would probably not be able to do that. But most maps are not for, like, when you're in the middle of nothing like you're in there's street names and like you figure it out like you know like you know how when you're like turn your phone on to like direct you somewhere and it like doesn't exactly know where you are like if you're in a parking lot or something yes i I hate i get lost trying to read parking lots sometimes (laughs) because i turn the wrong way because i literally don't know how to read a map i am so directionally challenged i hate when it starts you in a parking lot because i i don't remember the way that i came i don't i'm so disoriented i don't know which way no i can't i always turn the wrong way no matter what i feel like you guys need to take like a class or something i don't know if that exists i think i think it does actually because i have been watching youtube videos on hiking i don't know i fell down that black hole and a lot of people recommend to have a map and a compass because you're not always going to be hiking in places where you have service so they were like this one guy was like i highly recommend that you find a class or or a youtube video or something that shows you how to use a a compass with a a map just in the event that you get lost in the area that you're in or you're hiking on a trail that is not on your network yeah I mean, that's, yeah. that's that is so. Person, I think that's yeah. so cool that you know how to read a map. <laughs> like, where did you, where the fuck did you learn that? You learn something new every day. I was taught in, like, school how to read a map. I don't know. And you just remember? Yeah, like, I feel like it's not hard. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> like, I feel like you just, like, look at the lines. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of things that I learned in school, but that doesn't mean that I just know them, that I just remember. <laughs> my need, I need a refresher. There was one time my mom was driving home from somewhere when I was young, and she, like, made me navigate and, like, read, a, read the map and, like, tell her where to go. And I was, like, definitely too young to be confident in doing that when it happened. <laughs> so I think that kind of traumatized me and maybe, like... <laughs> From then on, I was like, I need to know how to read maps. You're like, if this ever happens again, I am not driving us into a ditch a second time. (laughs) So when you're in a parking lot and the iPhone doesn't know where you are, you know which way to turn, Shauna? (laughs) 
Yes, I can remember which way I came from. Like, I don't understand your, what that you guys is like are doing. No, 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 no. Not like you're driving back to where you came from. So say you are running errands and you have to go somewhere that you don't normally go. And you're like at the grocery store and then you have to go to some weird store you've never been to before. So you have to turn on your map and it doesn't know where you are because you're in a parking lot. And then you end up turning the wrong way on the road because you can't read maps. That's not happened to you? No, because if it doesn't know where I am, I like scroll out and look which way that I'm supposed to be going and then go that way. <laughs> How do you know which way you're facing? Because exactly. there's a there's street names and directions. <laughs> like I just don't understand the struggle. <laughs> okay, okay. Picture this. <laughs> Okay, this is why it's easy for Shauna, first of all, because she lives in Arizona and, and Phoenix is on a grid. And she's lived there okay. her whole life, yeah. That is that is just automatically, like, you, you're going to find your way. Even if you go the wrong way, you're three right turns That's away so from true. being in I the right direction. That's so true. I forgot about the grid. I forgot. So, okay. th- uh, yeah, yeah. So, picture this. You move to a new city where the streets make absolutely no sense. <laughs> they don't run north and south. The Seattle is on, like, a northwest turn. It looks like an asterisk. I'm like, who the fuck did this? <laughs> and sometimes you go down streets, and it just becomes a freeway. It was it was under an underpass. <laughs> like, the wall of the underpass had a gap, and if you drive through it, you're on the freeway. Like, it doesn't... There's no announcing, like, in order to go onto the freeway, please be in this lane. So... So picture you're in a new city, going to your friend's house, you've never been there, but you want to stop first and get some snacky snacks, and you're at a grocery <laughs> store where you've never been at where there's only one way out of the parking lot, or no, there's only way, one way into the parking lot, you don't know how to get out of the parking lot, and when it spits you on the street, you are now going on a one-way street away from the direction that you are supposed to be going in. It sounds really specific, Brie, has this happened to you? <laughs> So I think that would be more challenging, but if I had a map and back like, to the fucking map, <laughs> knew okay. where I was. Well, that's okay. the point. Okay. <laughs> what is the map for? You're not gonna look at it. So imagine that Google Maps or imagine that Apple Maps doesn't like the city that you're in, and sometimes the marker that is supposed to mark you just goes floating off into the sound. And you're like, what are you doing? I'm not over there. And it can't locate you. (laughs) I don't know, man. I mean, maybe I'm overconfident in my abilities, but I just feel like if I had a map and I knew where I was on the map, like, I could figure it out. Actually, now I I should probably just get a paper map for that very reason, so that I could just (laughs) navigate my way out of parking lots. No, I don't need a paper map. (laughs) A compass and a map. Okay, sorry to make you jump through all those hoops. We're just we're just really jealous that you are not as directionally challenged as we are. I am, yeah. Well, now I'm feeling like maybe I'm overconfident because you make it sound really Well, hard. okay, so, like, also Arizona is, like, very... Like, when I moved to Texas, I was in shock. Like, I was like, what oh, yeah. is actually happening here? Like, the freeways, like, you'll be on the freeway and then... You, like, start mm-hmm. to question if you're still on the freeway. Mm-hmm. Like, did you accidentally mm-hmm. exit and you didn't realize? And then, nope, nope, you're definitely still on the freeway. It's so weird. And then, like, you can make U-turns on the freeways here. 
Like there's specific lanes you can get into to make you wild. And I'm like, because in Texas, they love to build businesses along the frontage roads. Like that's where like tons of businesses are. So if you need to go to a business that's like halfway down in between two exits, you can like make a U-turn to get to it. That is... It's the weirdest, weirdest thing. I The first time I did it, I was like, what am I doing? But... Is this allowed? Yes. No, is... Is this allowed? I hate that here on the... If you miss your exit on the freeway... Like, you know in Arizona, when you miss your exit on the freeway, you could just exit, you can make a left turn, you can get back on the freeway, and then you could go back to the exit that you missed. Because everything is on a grid. Here, if you miss your exit on the freeway, sometimes you have to go five miles out of your way just to turn around and get back on the freeway again (laughs) or somehow take some kind of side street back to your destination like it is whoever planned seattle got it so wrong and they even they even got a do-over like the city burned (laughs) down and they had a second chance to do it right and they still got it wrong (laughs) like If you miss your exit here, you just get in the turnaround lane. That's literally what it's called. And you turn around. That's amazing. Because. I would love that. Texans cannot be bothered. Anyways. (laughs) Tangent. Anyways. How was your unplugged weekend, Shauna? (laughs) Did you read any maps? (laughs) I didn't read any maps. I didn't go anywhere. So. Um, It was mostly fine. Um. Honestly, I was really stressed about it, um, and I don't even know why. I think I, like, built it up in my head just because I feel like most recently now, a lot of my downtime I do spend on my phone, but I, again, was panicking, so of course I made a list of things that I could do <laughs> um, during my time off, and I was like, and then I kind of actually got excited about it, because I was like, oh, okay, I'll actually do these things and like take the time to do them that I wouldn't normally and uh, I found that I did like I was way more productive all the stuff that I think about doing on the weekends um that I will be like oh I should do that but I'm already on the couch and I'm already looking at my phone and I'm like that sounds hard I'm just gonna stay here for a while and I do that thing where I'm like at one o'clock I'll do that and then it's one o'clock and I'm like okay one thirty I'm gonna <laughs> or it's get one oh three and you're like I cannot start oh, this chore at one oh three yeah no I'm like well maybe we'll try again at one thirty yeah let's no and then it's one thirty two and I'm like okay well it's let's try it too and then it's like well I just you know I don't want to waste my day doing chore. Yeah, this is my weekend to relax, yeah. <laughs> but the thing that I realized, <laughs> that is terrible. So I woke up, and the first day I was a little stressed. Like, I woke up and I was like, oh my gosh, today's the day. It's happening. I can't look at my phone. I had to, like, consciously not look at it when I woke up. Today's um, the day. The sun is shining. The tank <laughs> the is tank clean. The tank is clean. <laughs> we are digital detoxing. <laughs> Sorry, I had to say that. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, it was, it was interesting. And then I immediately like got my journal. I think my thing is that I have a lot of random thoughts <laughs> that usually I just get to send to people via text, um, as I'm thinking them. Sorry guys for who I am as a person, but I do that a lot. And so actually I got my journal and was like writing down a lot of my random thoughts that I had. Um, I don't know why it felt important, but I was like, okay, I'll just write them in my journal. And then also Dustin was there. So I threw a lot of random stuff at him that I probably would have normally thrown at you 
categories um, of things that I was thinking of. Really, the husband suffered the most in this. Truly. Basically. You guys got our undivided attention, and you did not love it. (laughs) (laughs) You weren't ready. You weren't Um, ready. They should have had a week to prepare, or they should have had it the night before to prepare. I mean, I did tell him in advance what was happening, so. Um, But no, but I, so I woke up and I did some journaling and I did my meditation. No, I didn't do meditation because I didn't have my app. That's a lie. I'm lying to you. Um, So I woke up and I did my journaling um, and I feel like I kind of just like cleaned up around the house. I did dishes, which I wouldn't have normally done when I first woke up and um, made coffee and went for a walk. I took the dogs on a walk which was nice. I mean, I take them on walks sometimes normally, but just did that to kill some time. I took a nap and I normally never nap. And I think I was maybe asleep for like 30 minutes. If I was actually asleep, it was like one of those weird in between ones. Cause I'm not good at napping. Um, but it was f- interesting to take that time out to do that, which I don't normally, um, I read and, um, I did have our neighbor's kid's birthday on Saturday, so we went over to their house for a little bit and brought over a present and hung out, so that kind of killed some time and made it a little bit easier, and then Dustin actually got a puzzle this week, so I spent a lot of time doing a puzzle, and I listened to a lot of music. I realized if we had not been able to, so we made the rule that we could still listen to music, um, during this time, and I definitely did. I listened to music probably all weekend, and I don't know if that is just, was like a replacement for other things, I guess, like being on social media, I don't know. It but it was, I listened yeah. to a lot of music, too, like in the background, yeah. I just had it on. I don't know why either, I just did. I think it helps, it helps fill silence, and it just like, it sets sets the vibe. Yeah, like I was listening to music and just vibing and doing a puzzle, and it was actually really nice. It's so um, great, worry-free. yeah. Um, I did, I did get a lot of <laughs> texts though, so it was kind of like, I had to fight the impulse to just, Shauna's like, like was... the most popular person in the world, in case anybody, she that's never lets go of any friendship, so every, she so holds on to every friendship she's ever made. So in that's all the true. years that Shauna has been alive, for every friend that she has made, from a kindergarten friend, to a childhood friend, to an adult friend, to a college friend, to a work they're still friend, her friend. She, they're still in her life, which <laughs> just speaks to how amazing Shauna is, because, duh. But, so, Me and yeah, Brie I drop imagine. friends like that. <laughs> <laughs> I am barely friends with my own friends. <laughs> we force Brie to talk to us, and that's why we send her 80 texts a day, because she has Honestly, to respond to one of them. <laughs> That's why I love you guys. Do you remember that weird period of time where we didn't talk to Brie for like six months? What? No. Don't you remember that? When no. was this? Where was, was I? When you were. Where was um, I? I don't you were dating. You were dating um, somebody. He must not be named. Um, we just like didn't really like text or and stuff for like, I think it was like six months, and then randomly we just started texting each other again that makes me so sad you don't remember that yeah, I that time period out of my life apparently i definitely repressed that memory i remember I... specifically having like a conversation like i'm so glad that you're still our friend brie and that we're gonna stay friends and yeah we forced brie to stay friends with us she tried to drop us after we stopped working together and we said <laughs> okay nah. I, just, I just feel like okay i feel like in general i'm horrible I'm horrible at keeping up communication. I am not the person that texts back. 
I'm not the person that DMs back. I'm not, I just, I don't, I don't call people. I realize that. I recognize that about myself. I'm not saying it's a good thing. So I love when I have friends that are persistent in their communication because it forces me to communicate back and to keep that up. And I really appreciate you guys. And I'm really glad that we're still friends after so many years. After we're all living in different states. Because I am that friend where it's like we can become friends at work, but if then if we don't talk anymore after that, then you know how like you feel really close to a person while you're working together and then you both move on to like different jobs and then you just lose touch, except you're still social media (laughs) friends. Like, no, I'm still friends with all my work friends. Yes, Brie, I can relate. I know Shauna can't relate, but yeah. And then you like look at them, you're like, man, we had so much fun together. Like, we had such a good connection, and now we like never talk anymore. But yeah, so I feel like with me, friendships come and go, but there are just a very, I just, I keep my circle very, very small. And you guys are in that. You guys are like two of three. That's that's not true. Like, two of (laughs) three. Two of three. The third one's myself. <laughs> <laughs> Me, myself, and I. That's all I get. <laughs> Anyways, so I had some texts that I had to avoid. <laughs> um, though, okay, so Saturday went pretty well, and I was like, wow, this was not so bad. I didn't mind this. It was kind of nice. And then um, Sunday, I, it kind of got harder, I think, especially because Sunday is usually, like, my lazy day, and I, like, woke up, and I was super productive. I, like, went and got groceries and I didn't use my phone because I knew I shouldn't look at it so I didn't even use my notes app um I got I did it the old-fashioned way use a piece of paper for my <laughs> for my list of things to get um yes. and I came home and like put everything away and I did I cleaned a little bit more and I read a lot and I stretched I was like well I'm not doing anything else I need to stretch I guess <laughs> um I took a bath I was like time for some self-care and at that point it was like one o'clock in the afternoon I was like when is it gonna be time <laughs> for me to get back on my phone but the weird thing was um so I was like counting down the time or whatever um for a while but then I started reading again and kind of just like passed that t- the time that way and um by the time that it was, like, time to get on my phone, I definitely was really excited, but then, like, I got back on. It was kind of anticlimactic. Like, I opened up Instagram. I was like, oh, nothing that exciting is happening, and, like, I don't know. Like, I read all the texts and, like, responded to people, but it wasn't anything too crazy either. It wasn't like I had missed out on something super exciting or, like, super important. Um, So it was kind of like, oh, like, I didn't really miss out on a ton um so the world didn't end just because you unplugged for a couple of days no and I didn't feel like it was gonna end I think it's more like I definitely use my phone as uh kind of like numbing for anxiety like when I'm sitting there scrolling through TikTok I feel like my brain kind of shuts down and all those like thoughts that I'm normally having go away because I'm just zoned in Mm -hmm. to TikTok Um, So I think I got a little bit nervous about that, especially on Sunday, because I took a long weekend that weekend, and I knew Sunday, like, after I take days off, I feel like it's always worse to go back after that, because then you're like, why can't my life be like this, where I just don't work all the time? (laughs) Where I just Um, scroll through TikTok 24-7. Love that for me. Love that idea. Um, (laughs) So I think I was a little bit worried about 
I don't know, I guess all those, like, emotion, all the Sunday scaries that I would normally get and um, just feeling like I got to do all the stuff that I wanted to do on the weekend. But overall, I really liked it. I think it made me realize, too, how much time I'm spending on my phone and how much, how many things I'm not doing just because I'm already on the couch on my phone because that's what I, like, I got up in the morning and, like, got coffee and just, like, sat down and started scrolling on my phone and then that kind of sets the tone for my day. Yeah, that's what I realized too, like how much I could be getting done if I just didn't do that. So I think I'm going to try to limit myself. Yeah, more. so one of the, um, I'll, I'll talk about this too, but one of the ideas um, for like doing a digital detox or unplugging is to have certain hours that you don't get on your phone or like watch TV or anything. So it will basically just have set time for being unplugged and I think I might start doing that on the weekends like just maybe before noon on Saturday or something like that like all that time is unplugged and I don't get on my phone or I don't watch tv and I just actually do things that I've been wanting to do because I, I journaled also and I did some prompts that I know I wouldn't have normally done um just because it was taking extra time that I probably just wouldn't have put the effort into otherwise so yeah, like overall, I actually really liked it and I think it was good for me and I think it makes me want to have more intentional time set aside where I'm not just constantly using my phone or watching, I'm not watching TV or like using my laptop or anything. Although I did really miss Googling stuff too. I just have so many random things where I'm like, I wonder if puzzles are good for like your brain as you age, like just <laughs> random stuff like that that I want to Google and see if that's true or not. Um, so that was kind of annoying when I had those thoughts and I would like write them down in my journal so I would remember <laughs> to look them up later, which I didn't end up doing, but I have them listed in case I, I do want to. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's definitely worth trying. And even if you don't do a full two days, I feel like one day even would have been a nice break to try out. But if you're interested in doing an unplugged weekend, here are some steps on how to try that. So first you want to decide what an unplugged weekend means to you. So we all kind of agreed on no phones, no TV, no laptops, but we decided music was okay um, and that if we needed to send a text, kind of like an emergency kind of text, that was fine. Um, so you kind of just have to decide like what you actually want to take a break from and for how long. So you could also just say, okay, I'm not going to check my email this weekend if you're someone who's constantly working, um, or you can just be like Brie and stop texting people. <laughs> um, you can take a social media break or just responding to telephone calls. So even if it's just one of those things or all of them, just sort of setting those boundaries for yourself and taking that time away. Um, and then the next thing is figuring out what you want to do with that time. So. I guess not all of us did that, but it could be a good idea as far as, okay, if I'm going to take this time off, what I what do I want to actually do with that time? What are my intentions? Um, so you're just being more intentional with your time overall. Um, and then you want to pick a time that you're going to do it. So I think if we hadn't had set a date in advance, it probably would have been a lot harder to just be like, okay, the rest of the weekend, I'm not going to be on my phone. Like for me, I'm a little bit more of a planner. So picking a time to do it was helpful. Um, and then setting expectations, so maybe not everyone needs to do this, 
<laughs> apparently, but I let people know that I wasn't going to be responding just because I know other people would have been like, hey, are you okay? Is everything okay? <laughs> if I didn't respond to things right away. But I know for some people who work a lot um, or just have people in general that expect them to answer pretty um, quickly, that it's a good idea to just give them a heads up so people don't think you're ignoring them or that you died. <laughs> Something that we didn't really talk about or that I didn't think of before do doing my research, but there's the idea of doing an unplugged family weekend. So if it's not just you that's doing it, you want your whole family to get involved, you just wanna make sure you set expectations in advance so everybody's on the same page. Um, and I think it's really important to have activities planned in that case, especially if you have kids because I'm sure they will start the I'm bored chance pretty quickly. So just having an idea of um, some fun things to do, games to play and stuff like that. Just basically a plan to handle our emergencies. Um, I don't know how important that one is depending on how long you go unplugged, I guess, but I basically told my mom if she needed me, she could text Dustin. Um, but if you're, maybe your whole family's doing it, just having some sort of plan in place in case something like that happens. But um, also having an idea of your activities, like I said before, just making a list, but some ideas would be journaling, meditating, going for a walk and getting out of the house, just exercising in general, playing board games, any crafts really, knitting, stuff like that, doing a puzzle in my case. Just anything that you don't need technology for, basically. Um, and then something interesting that I saw is that there is also a 30-day detox challenge out of there. And it's not quite the same where you just fully give up everything. Um, this one was more of a day-by-day -day option to do little things to sort of detox yourself from being plugged in. So some of the ideas were turn off alerts and push notifications, um, decide Check. like a certain time. <laughs> right, Bree's already done that. Um, one is like refrain using devices from when, when you're with your friends. So I think that's a really good one to try and like be cognizant of. Um, avoid checking your emails when you get home from work. So really just keeping that work-life separation. Um, they have a lot of ideas on there. So I think it's really depending on kind of your usage and um, what you want to get out of it. But I like the 30 day unplug challenge and it gives a lot of good ideas on different things you can do just because not everybody's going to do it the same way. Not everyone has the same addictions. Melody's addicted to TV and I'm addicted to TikTok and Bree is addicted to not talking to people. <laughs> I'm addicted to Google. I did, I did find it really hard that whenever I had just random weird questions pop into my head that I couldn't just Google and I just want to know that answer in that two seconds that I'm curious if cats can walk backwards or not or you know whatever it is so no I agree that's totally true or what was my actually my question was why do dogs have whiskers oh, why do dogs have whiskers that was my question did you google it later um, so so cats have whiskers <laughs> so they can figure out like where they they're like sensory but they also use it to judge whether or not they can squeeze into a space and it helps them with balance but dogs have whiskers and they help them send or they help them sense like vibrations and stuff. So if they're running and they're about to run into something, like it helps them navigate and avoid things that are either like coming at them or when they're walking, it helps them not bump into stuff. And yeah. Mm, 
Oh, that's hmm. interesting. Good to know. Good just to know. And now I know. Um, just going to read a few of these other ideas because I thought they were cool. Um, day 23 for the 30-day de- digital de- digital detox was go somewhere new using only a physical map so maybe you guys can try that one. Oh god um and then another one was host a tech free game night with friends so i think there's a lot of different fun ideas that you can do to try and just overall use technology less just for some of the benefits that we talked about so yeah unplugged vegan try it out if you hate it don't ever do it again (laughs) that's great (laughs) Yeah, if you try an Unplugged Weekend, let us know. I think it's cool that we all found out a little bit more about ourselves or our habits. Like, Melanie, you found out how much TV you watched, even though you didn't think that you watched that much TV. Um, And then, Shauna, you kind of acknowledged that your phone is a source for soothing your anxiety just to, like, just have your thoughts, like, either turn off or run in the background, like background applications while your <laughs> brain is focused on like the fun silly lightheartedness of tiktok um yeah and i i mean i find that i guess i'm the opposite to where if i have too many notifications or too many people that are trying to get a hold of me it causes me more anxiety because i feel like those people are waiting for me to respond back or to answer their call or to acknowledge them so this this like sense of people um demanding my attention or feeling entitled to my attention like brings me anxiety and sometimes that causes me to push further away from people so I'll have to put my phone down and then get in a good headspace and then come back and then I can respond because it's they're not they're not trying to invade my bubble or my personal space they're literally just reaching out to say like hi or to like to have a conversation or just to send me random thoughts like like you guys do so yeah I mean that's a good that's something good to think about though it's weird that we have such easy easy access (laughs) easy (laughs) access to one another that we just didn't used to it's so new to just constantly be able to contact someone regularly it's I don't know yeah yeah that you don't you like you don't have to see them every day like at like before you have a phone or before you had like ways of connecting to somebody over the internet it you literally had to see them in person constantly enough consistently enough to keep up that relationship it is interesting the way that we stay connected with people now and yeah it was super weird this weekend not to come back to 93 messages from you guys like I think that is also what I miss the most I miss google and then I miss my group messages with you guys because we talk every single day like every single day yeah yeah I definitely wanted to text you guys and be like so how's it going yes <laughs> how are you too. guys doing <laughs> So, how's it going? Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. That's so funny. Um, but yeah, if you try Unplugged Weekend, let us know how it goes. Let us know if you have any other digital detox ideas or if you've tried something like that. Um, we want to hear from you and tune in next week. What are we doing next week? So tune in next week when we talk about love languages and we all figure out our love languages. Yay. Yes. <laughs> if you like this podcast, please subscribe and give us five stars. And good reviews. Mm-hmm. A lot of reviews. And send us an email. Trialsandairpodcast at gmail.com. So we can start doing listener mail. Listener mail. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.
difficulties. Yeah.